Welcome back to the Bonfire Briefing Podcast Below the Surface Edition. Don't know what episode number. Didn't check before we started recording. Don't Uh, need to. to. It'll be in the title. We have two cats here with us. And they're not really with us. They're chilling. They're over there chilling, sleeping in the sun. Like cats do. Uh, You brought some Swedish fish in here. And I think that's wild. I think they're good. I think they're solid. If you're looking for something that tastes really like, if you prefer, if you like foods that taste like wax, the Swedish fish are good. Yeah, I really saw them, and I wasn't really. I know I said before I was going to really defend the Swedish fish, but like, yeah, I did see them in the store, just in the Kroger with everything else. They were like a dollar for a box of them, and I really didn't have a reason to get them. I just got a couple other things too. I just had to try them out. I have finished the box today. Um, yeah, no, they do kind of just, they're kind of one of your worst of your candies. So I don't know, we talked about candy bars. I don't know, we've, we've had a few Mount Rushmore's of favorite whatever kinds of items. What are your, what are your top four candies? Candy bars, like, like hard candy, yeah, all the shit. All of it, everything. Uh, yeah, I think we did candy bars on an early episode and you did not like my list. Give, give me your list. Fucking I don't. I list. don't know. I don't know what it was. It was like, well, <laughs> Three Musketeers was on there, and I think that caused problems. It's not. It's not that good. It's pretty good, man. I like them quite a bit. It's not top four though. See, I. It is for me. I like them. I don't know. I don't know what else I had. I, I had a lot of nougat shit, and people don't. People don't like nougat as much as I do. Which is fine. It's more for me. That's fair. It's whatever. Uh, top four candy though, Reese's cups are probably my number one. Well, in anything. Not Rushmore, they don't have to be. They can just be like you don't have to go one through four. You can just go if you don't want to rank them. You don't have yeah. to rank them. Just top four. Yeah. Reese's cups are on there. Then they are number one too. They're like George Washington. They're your George Washington. They're George the Washington OG. of candies. Um, scoot a little closer to this, or actually, yeah, that'll do it. Looking at. Doing a doing a little different thing recording today. Uh yeah, no, Reese's cups are on there for sure. Uh after that though, it's kinda tough. Snickers goes on there. Kit Kat's gotta go on there. You Kit Kats to... are good. See, I throw a crunch bar on mine. But yeah. uh if there's a you ever rate a fucking whatchamacallit? Uh probably at some I point. I don't think it's popular enough to throw on your list, but yeah. like it's like you're fucking it's like your JFK. It doesn't make the Mount Rushmore, but it's a solid pick, you know? Yeah. This is not candy related, but somebody did ask if you could redo the redo Mount Rushmore. What four presidents would you pick on it? The caveat was, you know, you don't use the previous four and you don't use anyone that's currently alive. Yeah, and I and I, I did say JFK. I did put him on mine. I think he would uh yeah. He would make mine. We don't have to go through the president, the new president, Mount Rushmore. Candy is more important. <laughs> Maybe we'll get back to it. I don't know. I know mine, so like it, it'd be easy for me to rattle off. Yeah, your um, your president. The presidents. The yeah, candy is odd enough. Harder. It's harder. I don't know. Throw in like. Let's do candy that's not like uh, can't be a mainstream candy, like a fucking something you get. 
uh, how about things you get at a cash register that aren't like a Hershey's bar related to Hershey's bars? Cookies and also my, my one of, cookies and cream Hershey's has to be. Mm, I don't know. Damn, see, cats doing weird shit over there. Anyways, no, the I feel like uh, see, so. yeah, they can't see. Uh, no, I I I feel like you kind of need to do one for like chocolate and candy bars, and then you need to do one for like everything else because we've literally just named like chocolate candy bars. Yeah, we haven't included any like fucking uh. Sour Patch Kids. I do have a box. Yeah, love them. Um, uh, let's see. Back in the day, I loved one of them little fun dip things. Yeah, yeah. They're a little disgusting though, if you really think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they, you know, I don't know that they make a top ten, uh, or a top four. What about a fucking? Uh, this is not. Did you ever read a Wonder Ball when you were a kid? Uh, Remember the commercial where you two fucking probably too fucking young for that. Uh, no, I don't actually. No, I don't think I do. That's crazy. I'm not gonna sing it. I'm not gonna sing the jingle in the pod. No, might get. uh, Yeah, that wouldn't be good. (laughs) We don't need any more warnings. Uh, (laughs) One is enough. That's. um, I don't even know. I really like the. I ate a lot of nerds as a kid. I don't know that I really liked them as much, but I did eat a lot of them. Nerds They're pretty nostalgic. Pick. They're good. That's a good pick. Uh, they also had those ropes, like the nerd ropes. I've seen, I've eaten a couple fucking of those THC nerd ropes. Yeah. Those things are fucking I great. think I have too. Uh, <laughs> no, that that makes the list. <laughs> That's on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Just gummies, oh, weed what gummies. About, what about your best fucking... What about your best edibles you've ever eaten? What do you What do you uh, just like 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 uh, fucking food wise? Like not the fucking one that puts you on your ass the most. Yeah, I mean, brownies are a classic. Brownies are a classic. I feel like it, it's also a brownie, so it's it's pretty good. Uh, I'm a, I'm also a chocolate guy, you know. So like, brownies are up there. Uh. Let me see. I also feel like you gotta you gotta mention those gummies. You can get at dispensaries and shit like that. Yeah, because they are nice. They are nice. They're they're good. They're not that expensive, and you know if you eat enough of them, you'll get where you want to go. Um, shit, a long time. I think in college I gave you some some weed Cheetos. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Cheez Its actually. Cheez Its. It was, was Cheez Its. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. I was gonna mention those. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Some Cheez Its. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, shit, I don't know. I haven't had any cookies. I usually guess. when I'm traveling, you know, out of state and shit like that. So yeah, fucking yeah. I had some Rice Krispie treats and fucking yeah. Oh they, yeah. I don't remember where I got them. I was in D.C. I think I got those. Yeah. I yeah. Fuck yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've done a Rice Krispie treats. Those de- those are definitely on the oh on yeah. The my more. fucking cousin made me. He he made me some. It was like uh it's like a rice krispie treat, but it was uh he did it with fucking cinnamon toast crunch. Holy oh shit. shit. I will never forget those <laughs> Damn. Did, yeah. <laughs> shit. Brought those for my birthday. It was tremendous. Anyways, what oh, are that's awesome. we got? Uh okay. no, I don't know. Uh yeah, no, I feel like we we nailed the, the weed gummies, we nailed the chocolate. Speaking of candy, I have a transition for us. You know the story better. We have an update for all of our good listeners. Uh the Cadbury egg. Bandit yeah. has been sentenced. He has. 
Yeah, I I was listening to some news podcast thing the other day, and they said it as like an aside, like it wasn't you know it wasn't a main story, but they said it, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. We talked about this. It had to be six months ago when he got arrested, and no, we have an update. Joby Poole, who stole two hundred thousand. Is it like Joby, like J O B Y? Yeah, like yeah, Joby Poole. English people. Free Joby. Free Joby. <laughs> Free Joby. Uh, yeah. So they sentenced him to eighteen months, but it's 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 eighteen months in jail. Or no, nine months in jail and then nine months on basically parole. Um, and he's already been in jail for six months, and that counts towards his time served. So he's got three more months in jail and then nine months of parole. And then he's back to doing whatever he's going to do next in life. Probably interviews. Yeah, write a book. This podcast. Yeah, actually. This podcast, actually. <laughs> yeah. The fucking Cadbury eggs 100% make my list. Of fucking chocolate. Or They're so good. Novelty candies. Yeah. They're so fucking good. I love, I just fuck with Easter candy. I understand why he uh, stole. One of them good <laughs> chocolate bunnies are the hollow ones. We, we talked about, me and you have talked about this off the pod. You don't fuck with the hollow fucking Easter candy. No, I want my candy to be thick. I, I, I want like it to it. be full of chocolate. But like, you can get them like right after the fucking, you go to Walmart, like the day after Easter, you can get like, Get them for like fucking fifty cents. Yeah, shit ton of. Oh, I mean, I won't. Uh, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't turn them down if somebody, you know, if I if I ended up in possession of some. Yeah. But if I'm having my first pick at it, I'm I'm going for some rock solid thing of chocolate, something that hurts to bite into, something that you really got to just snap off there, and then you just lay on your floor in a, a coma. Yeah, it's great. I eat those fucking uh those little gold bitches to. Ferrero Rocher, they got the fucking hazelnut inside of them. Yeah, those are on my fucking list as well. Yeah, fucking no, that's uh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, those are good. What about a movie theater? What's your go-to candy in a movie theater? Um, cookie dough bites. I get the bunch of crunch and I dump them in the popcorn. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's a good move. I like, um, yeah, I just, I, I like the cookie dough bites. I think it's nice. I I get, of course, I get the biggest thing of popcorn I can get. And if they got that, they got that popcorn salt there on the counter, you know, that's probably filled half popcorn salt, half asbestos from the roof, you know, it's good. It's good. It's been touched by everybody. You know, there's all sorts of nonsense on that shaker, but you get it and you just, you know, town. yeah, and if you can, if you're real skillful with it, and your place has a good container, you you do a little, you kind of move that popcorn around, Toss, yeah. and then you do it again, and then your mouth dry as the Sahara Desert ten minutes into the movie. You gotta use you like a Sierra Mist, which no longer exists. It's now what's it called? Uh, uh, Starry. It's Starry. Starry. Squirt. Yeah, Squirt. Yeah, Squirt's been around, man. Uh. <laughs> Starry though, uh, you know it's just a fucking serum. It's fucking average. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing special about it. Yeah, no, I just, I, yeah, I like the cookie dough bites. I like chocolate, so yeah, cookie dough bites are are real good. Big thing of popcorn, also biggest drink you can get because your mouth is gonna be dry after eating all that popcorn salt. Yeah, you're gonna be thirsty as a motherfucker. If they give you access to the butter, 
Foo, it's COVID, game over. COVID fucked shit up. I don't want to go to movie theaters too much anyways, but yeah. I feel like they took that. They fucking kept it behind the counter. Fucking bastards. Yeah. Eating my butter. Yeah, yeah. I want to be able to just drown it, you know? I mean, look, if you're going to spend that much money at movie theater food, you might as well just go all out, you know? Get the big drink. Get the big big popcorn. Make it as unhealthy as they'll let you. Get some candy. Go refill that shit probably through the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which you'll definitely need to do if you watch that Oppenheimer movie. Three hours. Over, yeah, over three hour runtime for it. I mean, I you know, I'll watch a long movie, everything like that. But, you know, sitting in a movie theater for over three hours is not the most fun thing ever. I'm not a big movie theater guy. I, you know, I like movies is kind of the thing. But I don't know. It's a lot of people. You're all sitting together. There's people being loud as fuck on their phones. People eating shit annoyingly. You know, and you're trying to focus on a fucking serious movie movie about fucking Oppenheimer. You know, three hours is a big commitment, too. It is. Yeah. They used to do intermissions for big movies. They would have a little intermission in the middle, but they don't do that anymore. Which is kind of odd because, you know, they, they talk about attention spans and shit going down because of social media, Vine, TikTok. That kind of thing. Vine, yeah. hey, I Vine. wanted to shout it out, you know? I remember Vine. <laughs> yeah, it did, though. It, it Vine kind of, like, got it started, and then TikTok came in and was like, you know, looking at anything more than six seconds long is going to be tough. Does the Vine app still exist? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that it does. I'm not sure what happened to it, really. I don't. Re- I don't remember. I remember Vine when it was big, and I remember seeing it, you know, when it was getting shut down. But it does not really exist. Wow. Well, there you go. So yeah, I feel like uh, feel like asking people to sit through, you know, long three hour movie. That's going to be tough for a lot of people, a lot of young people. It's Barbie's runtime. An hour, 54 minutes. It's a big commitment, too. That's, that's a big commitment, but it's better than three hours. Yeah. I'd I'd probably go watch Oppenheimer if I'd fucking had a reason to. Or just a little bit stronger of a desire to, because I don't really. Especially right now when shit's popping. Every movie theater you drive by is packed. They broke records and shit. You know? There was a lot of talk about maybe people are just not going to go to the movies anymore. But, you know, if Barbie and Oppenheimer are on screen they will not everything is available on the internet if you know where to look yeah no that is true uh let me see what do we have what do we want to talk about before actually no 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 presidents mount rushmore the four i would do uh, you know i said kennedy was one of mine I see, I see what you're doing over there. Let's see if it works. No, no, actually, don't play it. I don't want to. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, wait. I don't know. We're just looking at a particular movie website. Just kind of seeing what's going on. You know, 
Oh, this was yeah, yeah. Everything's on the internet. It has yeah. its best quality. Like, yeah, every movie. Hell, sometimes before it comes out, it'll get leaked on the internet. You know, that's just that's just how the internet works. That's what it is. I'm sure if you check on Twitter, you can find the full high quality version. Or if you call, or do they call it? They call it X yet, or are they still call it Twitter? Uh, I don't know. I think when you, I don't. It, I don't think it does it on my phone. But when I I looked at Twitter just on my computer earlier, and it did pull up the X symbol while shit was loading. And yeah. then in the top, you know, it I says X. So. Fucking. Um, I think that's dumb as shit. To answer your question, JFK. Yeah. F, not FDR. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. Fucking Teddy Roosevelt. Maybe FDR? I don't know. And, uh, well, we got to include George Washington and fucking Lincoln's badass. Well, let me see. Washington, Lincoln, Teddy. And Jefferson. Or Jefferson. Oh, wait, I was. Uh, oh, I thought you were about to name, like, the ones that are on it. No, I was keeping two of them on there. Wait, what's uh, Yeah. Wait, Teddy's on there already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit, I kind of just would change. Wait, who, who else on there? Uh, Washington, Lincoln, Jefferson, and Teddy. I'm going to take Jefferson off. Maybe. Switch Yeah. Just to kind of space it out, you know. Mostly for the reason that him yeah. and Washington are too close together to have them both on there. Because I want to, I mean, you know, or we should just add a fifth one. Uh oh, add a new one. That'd be cool. Because I think everybody on there is obviously deserving, you know. Yeah. Nothing um, against Jefferson. I'm not as, I don't even know. Fucking what? Did, what was his greatest significant thing he did as president? I know probably um, a lot of shit. I mean, there was we were still a very new country then. Lots of foreign policy stuff. He was in France all the time, hanging out. And people were telling him, they were like, Mr. President, you got to go do some government. He was like, no. Chilling in France. Uh, Was the fucking purchase him? Louisiana purchase? Yeah, big purchase. Jackson. I have no idea. I passed multiple college history classes just by the way. <laughs> what did fucking I don't know. What do you want me to do, man? I only have so much space in my Yeah, it was Jefferson. All right. Wait, which purchase did he make? Louisiana purchase. No. Yeah. Yeah, it was Jefferson. Then what did Jackson purchase? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he did some expansion out west. Ah, Indian Removal Act. I mean, that's his big thing. That's the fun. I mean, yeah. Not fun. You know what I'm saying, though. Like bad fun. Ah. Uh... War of eighteen twelve, fuck shit up there. Uh, I did. Um, wow, I fucking I feel really stupid. I thought he purchased a large portion of land. 
Oh, he admitted fucking, well, Arkansas to the Union. He was kind of fucked up, man. There's not really that... I mean, he did some good shit, I feel like, but... There's a lot of people, you know, there's... He's definitely a fucking... Not, not a lot of people's favorite. No, I don't think... Yeah, I and don't think he's a whole lot of people's favorite. He's Trump's favorite. Yeah, that he's is like right. On, he's on the wall in his office and shit. Yeah. I did... Um. Yeah, in the tweet where I said, you know, they were replacing all four, I did Kennedy, Eisenhower, and then I was kind of stuck between the three, Adams, Monroe, and Madison. I feel like you could do any two of those three, and it would be kind of, it would work out fine. I would personally probably leave off Adams. He didn't, he didn't, I mean, he didn't do as much, I feel like. He's significant in everything, but probably add them other two. I don't know. You could put Adams on there, though. It'd be cool. He's number two. It's a pretty big one. Uh, I don't know. I saw some other pretty similar answers. I saw some people just putting wild shit, like Van Buren. It's like, I don't know, man. Damn, we... When you're thinking about it, like... I don't know. Like, we haven't had that impressive fucking presidents. Really, I mean, some of some have been extremely impressive, but like some of them didn't do shit. Yeah, that we're aware of. I'm sure shit happened. You know, shit stayed running. We're still here. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of them did some shit. Some of them did more than others, obviously. But uh, you know, you just you kind of go over them so quickly in history. You know, in history classes in school, you kind of do brush over. I mean, you talk about like. You talk about the Revolutionary War, and you talk about some other wars, but you kind of you kind of do you you jump from like the Revolution to the Civil War, and then you jump from like the Civil War to like World War One, and you learn a little bit of stuff in between, but it you don't really focus on the presidencies of a lot of those guys. You kind of skip over them. Like what the fuck did Grover Cleveland do? Uh, you know, he was president twice, two times, two different non-consecutive times. I think he was the one who had a kid out of wedlock, Grover, and it like it hurt like his reelection bid. You know, they didn't take. I think it was him. I don't know. I don't want to slander his name none. Well, but he, he did <laughs> shut down the fucking Pullman strike to keep the railroads going. Defeated some labor unions. So he's probably not a lot of people's favorite either. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of presidents in there I feel like you don't really learn all that much about. But then after, like, World War One and on, I feel like we learned pretty good about those guys. It's crazy. This is all, it's so interesting how we just, like, how we've become this powerful thing. So in his second term, Grover Cleveland fucking, he, he had the, he repealed the Sherman Silver Purchase Act. Oh, yeah. A blow against the free silver movement. Yeah, that was the big thing at the time. Gold like, and silver. What a thing. How are we so powerful as we are today? I guess nobody else is really better. But we, it's like, like what, what is so special that we, about the United States today? What makes us the fucking greatest country in the world? We feel like we run shit. We have a large economy, massive military. 
That's you know, we just shit. lead shit on the world stage. But like, I feel like everybody else should be at that point too. These are all basic things. Who's not there? I, there's some fucked up countries, you know. I mean, China's, you know, they're doing their thing. They're pretty big over there. India is, I've, I've listened to some things saying India, you know, in the future will just, you know, it'll explode. It'll be big. I mean, like economy, you know, economically, it'll be big. Already Britain, super uh, big population. Same thing for Indonesia. Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite as big, but Vietnam is doing some interesting stuff. What will happen to our fucking, our European allies? Because they suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, like, they, like fucking France. All they do is export luxury goods. But what about when people stop giving a fuck about that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, yeah. I mean, we, we don't have the most inspiring world leaders across the pond to, to really help us out. I don't know what's going to happen to them. They'll have to adapt. Just start electing different leaders. Really don't know. Are you looking at what percentage of France's economy is luxury, luxury goods? I read some shit about this the other day. I was like 70% sure that's what that search bar said. I was like, yeah, that's what that sentence looks like. I fucking, I can't find it. Who even knows? Who even knows? We don't have a Jamie to pull things up. It's just us sitting at our computers. Uh, Let me see. We could hop into fights because we have something we want to do at the end that might take up a little bit of time. Yeah, how how long are we into this? Uh, like twenty six minutes. Ain't bad. Let's it's go. no, it's not bad. But uh, the UFC is doing a UFC matchmaker thing. Matchmaker no one should participate except for us. Yeah, though. yeah. Stay out of it. We're gonna do it on the show, so you don't have to. I'm just kidding. You can hop in. You know, whatever. I mean, or you can't, or don't, or just listen to us do it. And win, and we'll document the thing. We'll do podcast on the road. They're flying people out to Vegas and shit. Wow. We'll record uh, all of our interactions with fucking everybody. Yeah. And just fucking post them on the pod. Get them on the show. So, yeah, I mean, you're basically, you build your dream card, and you submit it, and I guess they're going to pick cards, and, you know, whoever's they like best. Uh, you also get, you're also going to get to attend some like matchmaker meetings and shit, which I think would be obviously flying out to Vegas and seeing do. fights. You think they just fucking hang out in a room and drink beer and fucking talk about shit? <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm sure they do more, but they definitely do that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Staying away. <laughs> I don't know. You know, maybe. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure they're having a good time. I don't know. I bet it's cool. I mean, they they definitely like they look at shit. I'm sure they 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 gotta have like just databases full of things they look at and pull numbers from. Shit. Look at people when they last fought. You know what their records looking like. Level of competition they've had. We got Moran, available. We got uh, 
Fuck it, I'll just jump us into the fights. I'm looking at the very bottom of the card. Do you want the fight page? Uh, I do have it, yeah. Fucking. Uh, oh, is that for this weekend? Yeah, it is this weekend. Just real quick, Aspinall won his fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've heard people say, I didn't watch it. I was fucking working. But I, well, no, I went back and I did watch his fight and a couple other ones that were on. So I didn't watch the whole card. Fucking, he, uh, he's left his chin out there quite a bit. Yeah. But it didn't really matter because he's fast and athletic as fuck. He's also just a mountain of a human being. Yeah. I did see... I saw somebody say something like that. They were, you know, this is the guy you you guys think is going to beat Pavlovich and Jones when he's sticking his chin straight up in the air like that. Uh, I don't think he's going to beat Jones. Maybe he could beat Pavlovich, I guess. I, I think Pavlovich is fucking dangerous, though. Uh, I th- it'd be a great fight. I don't think either of them is going to beat John Jones, though. I just betting against John Jones is a good way to lose your money. Yeah, good way to lose money. Uh, yeah. So Aspinall looked good. He is probably going to fight. He's. I know John Jones said he's interested in fighting him, but it, this is John Jones, so we don't really know. I, th- I I think there's a possibility that Jones and Stipe retire after their fight, and then we have something like Pavlovich and Aspinall for the title. Uh, I think I I think he could win the title that way. I don't think he'd beat Jones though. I'm just I can't, especially if John Jones goes in there and beats Stipe. Like it's gonna be ugly that another person gets the belt and then just fucking leaves it again. Yeah, it's become a regular thing for heavyweights. That's why I think for I mean, like I don't know. Whoever wins that one, I'm sure Jones will probably beat Stipe. I think so. It's been a while since Stipe's fought. Not that John Jones is super active, but Stipe's, you know, he's older, hasn't fought in a while. Last time he did fight, he got viciously knocked out by Francis Ngannou, who's going to murk some people in PFL, absolutely demolish them. What's happening at heavyweight? Like, who's, who's, we're just at kind of a spot where, like, everybody at the top is getting ready to retire. Is anybody? Is, do you think that somebody's going to move up from fucking light heavyweight or no? Um, who who can? Uh, I really don't know. I don't know that anybody would go up and really challenge for the title, make it a problem. Uh, Blahovich is a pretty big guy. I don't. Uh, he could he could make he could do heavyweight, but even then, there are some. I mean, there you know there are guys that weigh in at like two sixty four, two sixty five. A lot of these light heavyweights that if they were to come up, they'd be like 240. You know? I don't know. I can't remember what Jones fought at. What did John Jones fight at when he fought? He fought, actually, I think he was like 250. I, I think he might have. 248, yeah. So, you know, I, I think in this, you know, John Jones is a freak of nature. You know, but I don't yeah, I don't know, maybe Blahovich, but he's he's fighting Pereira this weekend. And the winner of that fight is gonna fight um Jamal Hill, the light heavyweight champion. Wait, who did who did Tom Aspinall just beat? Uh Marchin Tybura. Okay. Yeah. He's not bad, not a bad fighter by any means, but Tom Aspinall was, you know, it was Tom Aspinall in front of a London crowd. He was gonna have a performance. 
Um, also, fucking one last guy to shout out on that card, Paul Craig, moved down to middleweight, beat Andre Muniz, hit him with some vicious elbows on the ground. He was he was a monster at light heavyweight. He he was that guy that I've been saying a lot of people say it. They feel like he can beat anyone on any night, but he loses to random fighters. Like uh, he has a win, a, a a knockout win, TKO win over the current light heavyweight champion. He also beat like Shogun Hua, Nikita Krylov. But now he's moving down to 185. Good performance there. Crazy to move down a weight whenever the current champ is a guy you have a win over. But, you know, maybe he feels like he's just going to tear through people at 185. Uh, but no, we uh, we do have some great fights this weekend. Crazy fights. It's going to be a great card. Uh, the headliner, I feel like everyone knows that at least by now. Poirier and Gaethje are running it, running it back. It's been five years since they thought they fought, and they're doing it for the bad motherfucker belt. Five rounds. Blahovich, former light heavyweight champ, has taken on Pereira, moving up a weight class. Stephen Thompson's fighting Michelle Pereira. Tony Ferguson and Bobby Green are going to duke it out. Michael Chiesa, Kevin Holland. Gabriel Bonfim, who his brother just fought the other week, and I'm pretty sure he got another win. Hope I'm not wrong in saying that. They're very exciting fighters, though. Derek Lewis is on the prelims, and he's not headlining, which is insane. You feel like Derek Lewis is a... He's taken some L's recently, sure. He's. It's crazy that he's not even, like, the headliner of the prelims. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You know, it's Derek Lewis. People want to see him fight. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, fighting on the prelims, if you you know, if you're somebody that doesn't buy pay per views, one of those scoundrels yeah. who doesn't buy the pay per view every Steve, single time. Steve, Steve <laughs> Dana White is gonna have you thrown in prison. Federal prison. Shit. <laughs> he said that one time. He wasn't talking about that. He was talking about the uh, the the camp that was throwing fights. I'm blanking on the dude's name right now, but he's just he's fucking talking to a reporter and he was like, he's gonna go to prison, federal prison. That's awesome. And Dana White's just you know he's the man. He's <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why Derek Lewis isn't headlining the prelims at least. You know he's lost some fights recently, which I understand. But like, damn, dude, it is Derek Lewis. You still feel like he could knock out anybody at any given time. Wait, well, how's his? Okay, yeah, he you know he's lost. Oof. Yeah, yeah, no, he's lost some fights. He's lost some fights. But uh, you know, I feel like so Pavlovich and Spivak are fighting. Uh, sometime I don't know when. And those are the. A lot of people think that might be you know the winner of that fight might get a title shot, and those are two of the guys that Derek Lewis lost to. And he also got knocked out by Ty Tuovasa, which, you know, Ty is a dog. He's he's a just an absolute warrior. He's also got a new fight book. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Tuovasa does. Yeah, I'm looking. I don't, it's not on the fucking... Oh, fuck. Is it on the UFC page yet? No, right. It's Alexander Volkov he's fighting. Oh, okay. Top 15 heavyweight for him. Where is Volkov on these rankings? Volkov's decent. I just saw him up there. He's like top 10. Yeah, number seven. Volkov. 
It's a good fight. He's dope. We were just talking about Derek Lewis. Uh, Volkov and Lewis fought. And uh, it was looking bad for Lewis. Like, he was he was going to lose a fight. They, they were in the fifth round. Like, he's about to lose. And Derek Lewis kind of just, uh, he just hit him with some shit, dropped him, got on top of him, pounded him out. I think maybe less than a minute left in the fight. He got the win after losing the whole fight. Ty Tuivasa is only 30 years old. Do you think he could get him a fucking title at heavyweight? Uh, I don't know, man. Because I... heavyweights don't usually, they last for a long time. Yeah. That's true. I, they do. I just don't know. I don't know. You feel like heavyweights are going to get better as time goes on, just like every everything else does. And I just don't really know. You know, I don't know. Two of us would have to evolve his game some. Because he's basically a stand-up guy. He's a brawler. But can a stand-up guy win at heavyweight? Yeah. Yeah, they can, but like, you know. Who's going to fucking, like, when is it, like, like can fucking, can he beat Tom Aspinall? Uh, that's a good question. Because like, uh, Tom Aspinall's no. coming for the well, title. Could he? Yes. Do I think he would? No. They both are 30. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Aspinall would beat him. He's a more well-rounded guy. And he can stand and trade with two of Asa. Curtis Blades is only 32. Could he get another fucking... Could he get the belt? Has he held the belt before? No. Yeah, no. no. Um, he is somebody on paper, you would think, would, would like maybe get the title because he can wrestle. He has heavy hands. Um... Not really a jujitsu guy, but he can wrestle. But every time he goes to take that step up in competition, he gets beat. So he he built up a really good win streak early in the UFC. Like like you know, he like beating guys like Alistair Overeem, Mark Hunt, Alexia Linnick, those kind of guys. And then he gets knocked out by Francis Ngannou. And then he builds another win streak. Beats Dos Santos, Volkov. And then he gets knocked out by Derek Lewis. And then <laughs> he's he's the guy that Aspinall fought when he had that injury. Blades was. So yeah, he technically beat Aspinall, but it was an injury. And he also won two other fights. And then he gets knocked out by Pavlovich. So every time he goes to take that step up in competition, he gets beat. But he has like the skills, I think, you know. He does, and looking at it now, he did just keep on fucking losing shit. Yeah, like, you know, he's good, but I don't know. He's he's like a top ten guy, not a top five guy. Um, I mean, but but like, the top three guys are probably going to retire. I mean, Jones and Miocic definitely could be out you know they they could be going soon like and then, this year soon how pavlovich how is he uh, he's young he see he he could he, he'll probably get he stick around for up. 10 years yeah <laughs> curtis uh, blades is he's not very old yeah he's 32 32 he's probably so, um, let me see aspinall's 30 we said that one two of us is 30 i mean a lot yeah Derek Lewis is fucking. He's the way he's been getting knocked out. I don't know how many. He's been getting there. knocked out. He's also thirty-eight. Good. Yeah, so Derek Lewis is maybe about to go to PFL. 
he would slaughter people there too. Him and Francis meeting up again in PFL would be nice. Volkov is thirty four. I don't know. Maybe somebody new will come up because like everybody's kind of they're all everybody. There's nobody younger than thirty. Yeah. Yeah. That Jalton um, Almeida. I don't know how old he is, but he's new kind of in the rankings. He's thirty two, so he's not much younger than these guys, but. He kind of like he's kind of jumped into the rankings, you know. He was a contender series guy, hasn't lost a fight in the UFC. Great submission game, which I think is what separates him from like everyone else at heavyweight. Because like even Curtis Blades, he can wrestle, and a good wrestler can neutralize a jujitsu guy, but he doesn't have jujitsu. Almeida's like he he's a very serious submission threat at heavyweight. That. You know, I, I think he's a fucking problem. Big problem. I've said that before on Twitter, too. I'm almost certain. Um, Yeah, but this weekend, though. Oh, he's badass. He's beating the fuck out of quite a few people. Oh, yeah. No, he's dope, dude. He's good. He's submitting people, too. Like, you know, UFC heavyweight. So, I think he I think he could be a problem. Uh, Derek Lewis, though, this weekend. He's fighting a guy that um, same age as he is, 38, on a two-fight win streak. He submitted Arlovsky last year. Uh, he's got a TKO, a TKO win over Ben Rothwell. He's dropped. So he's been in the UFC for a minute. He's just you know he he'll win two and then lose one, and he's the guy that Derek Lewis is fighting. Is Derek Lewis going to get knocked out? Or is Derek Lewis going to send his head into orbit? Fucking, I hope he sends his head into orbit. I like, I just like Derek Lewis. But, you know, it's hard to know right now. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead and say I think Derek Lewis gets it done. I think he, I think he avenges, you know, I think he gets back in that win column. I think he does it. He's also a Texas guy, so. Cool to root for him. He also has great post-fight interviews, so if we could get one of those moments, that'd be nice. I think Derek Lewis gets it done. I don't think he's fucking out of it yet. I hope he doesn't. Fuck it. I mean, I hope he does, but I don't know. Other dude's kind of fucking... He's solid. I don't know. It's going to be good. It's a fuck, I feel like it's a step down in competition from who he's been losing to. Yeah. Because Derek Lewis just been... He, who's beat him recently? Lewis? Yes. Spivak. Uh, yeah. Did whatever to him. Pavlovich. Um, Tuovasa. He beat Chris Dawkins. Yeah, I was about to say. Then he's got... Cyril Gaon beat him. Yeah. And, he beat, and that, that's... We're going direct when he beat Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades, yeah. No, so, you know, he's... Yeah, I... You know, I think he's still capable of some, some good knockouts at heavyweight. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll go ahead and say, yeah, Derek Lewis. I think he gets it done. Uh, he's dropped three, though, in a row. Yeah, Hard no. to really fucking, I don't know. I mean, he fucking, <laughs> he is the black beast. Yeah. Might, I, uh, I love him. I want him to win, but fucking, I don't know. Yeah, might, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he will. Uh, he's cool. The guy that, is fighting is headlining the prelims. Gabriel Bonfim. We talked about he he and his brother before. 
Also, I was wrong earlier when I said that his brother got a win the other night. He did not. He lost. Fought Benoit St. Denis on the Strickland Magomedov card and got submitted in the first round with 12 seconds left. So, I mean, that's not great for him. But his brother, Gabriel, is headlining the prelims this Saturday. And he's dope. I still like his brother. He just, you know, he dropped his last fight. But Gabriel Bonfim, he kind of, you know, he lit shit up when he did his debut. Got a 49-second guillotine submission. And he fights Trevin Giles, who who is good. He's he's not bad at all. Just got a split decision win over my guy, Preston Parsons, in San Antonio. I watched that fight. I was disappointed. <laughs> Not in Preston Parsons, just in the outcome, you know. Split decision, close fight. Uh, you know, and now Giles fights Bonfim. Bonfim's undefeated in MMA. He's never lost. Um, the fight that he had um, back in January against Laziz, that's his only win in the UFC. He's a contender series guy. He fought in LFA before then. I wonder if he was uh, – no, he didn't. Wasn't the champion? I mean, or else he would have been headlining that card right there. Oh, I'm on. I'm on a sure dog, so they, you know, I can pull up like the the card he was on. Um, no, he did not. Yeah, so not the champ, but he, he beat everybody he fought in LFA too. So, and he's cool. I like him quite a bit. Uh. And Trevin Giles is a pretty high level guy. Like he's a he's a step up in competition for sure. Bonfim is a plus two sixty if you're looking for a fucking bet. I like that quite a bit. That's a good one. That's a good bet. I do like it because I want to believe put together my fucking <laughs> Yeah. Um no Bonfim's good. Like I said, undefeated guy. Derek Lewis is a plus one fifty five. Take it. I'm going losers this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no man that might be a good parlay um no i just yeah I, I i was really impressed with him in his debut and i watched his contender series fight it went like pretty similarly like first round submission he's submitting dudes which is just awesome always like to see that pretty sure he fights at 170 do i have that right uh i don't know I don't know if I'm going to be able to find that out super easily either. Uh, yeah, it's a welterweight. No, I definitely, yeah, I was looking at the wrong page. So another guy with a submission threat in a division where, I don't know, they're, they're, now there's some submission threat guys at welterweight, but, you know, Bonfim is, he's submitting guys quick. Shit. So I like him quite a bit. Is he a, wait, he's yeah, he's a plus two sixty. Yeah, let me. I like him. that quite a bit. Giles is nice though. I will say I haven't talked about him at all, but he is very good. He, well, I, he beat Preston Parsons, but he also he has a win over Roman Delize. Very good. He has a win over um, uh, Ryan Span, who I was looking for. You know, very high level guy. Uh Bonfim is. It says Bonfim is a plus two sixty on the fucking UFC website. On FanDuel, he is actually a minus three fifty. Oh wow! What? That's so odd. Giles is a plus two fifty. Giles or whatever. Fucking. 
plus 255. Huh. That's interesting. I, well, I would definitely take Von Fame as the underdog. I think he's going to get it done. Oh, you know, he's not. No, he's on. Well, he is on there. On here, he's yeah. not. No. Fucking. I wonder if uh, if anyone else has him at the at the UFC odds. It seems weird that the UFC odds would be that off or just different. I guess I'm gonna fucking throw him on my parlay. Doesn't yeah. change a whole lot. Ah, why not? Uh, we got? Now we got fucking Michael Chiesa and Kevin Holland. They're fighting. That'll be fun. Kevin Holland fights are always fun. Um, I don't know. Kiez is a high level, you know, he, he's got high level wrestling and jujitsu too. So that's kind of where, it's where it gets a little tough. Not that Holland's not good on the ground because he is. But we did see him get ragdolled by Kamzat. Not that Kiez is, terrible you know. Kamzat is also fucking consistently weighs in fucking 10 pounds overweight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he also fucked the whole card up. Although the matchups they made ended up being pretty good. I mean, aside from the Kamzat one, I mean, he he just demolished Kevin Holland. But Michael Chiesa is not Kamzat Chmaev, although he is very good on the ground. Uh, Stephen Thompson beat Kevin Holland back in 2022 in December. Great fight. At the fucking at five minutes in the fourth round, did he knock him out right at the end? I don't remember. No, was a, his his corner stopped it. I can't remember why, oh, but his okay. corner did stop the fight. I think maybe he broke his hand. He was just like, I can't punch anymore. <laughs> so, but it was a very good fight. They were like, uh, like they were talking to each other because Stephen Thompson, notoriously very nice guy, very polite. Yeah, and Kevin Holland was just. I don't know how bad he was talking. I don't think he might have been talking a little trash, but he would also be like, oh, nice one, you know, and Thompson would just smile at him and laugh. It was a good, fun fight. They were both standing up, just kickboxing each other. Very fun. Yeah. Great. I I like both of them. And they both fight this weekend, just not each other. Um, I don't know who I would have for that fight, man. Because Chiesa is dangerous on the ground. He's also lost his last two. He lost to Luque. And Sean Brady. I think it's hard to know because he 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 needs the win. Kevin Holland's not win. going anywhere. Yeah, Kevin Holland just knocked out Santiago Ponzinibbio back in April. Um, God, I like Kevin Holland quite a bit, so I think I just got to root for him on that alone. Really, you know what I mean? Also, fucking, I feel like that's not bad. I don't know. He's got impressive wins. I think maybe Chiesa has... Definitely, Chiesa has the more impressive wins. But Holland's been more active. His losses, his recent losses, are also not bad. Steven Thompson and Kamzat, not bad guys to lose to by any means. Yeah, I think I'm rocking with Holland. I think he he would be my pick there. I think he... I think he's able to survive on the ground, get up. Uses length, his range, you know, to not just get taken down and wrestle fucked. Like what happened against Kamzat. Uh, 
I don't know. These are good matchups. This is why it would be interesting to go to that matchup uh, yeah. meeting, you know, see what they're thinking when they put these together because these are good matchups. Not bad at all. I think that could be a very fun fight or Chiesa could just wrestle him to a decision. Uh, something that is either going to be a very fun fight or a very sad fight is the fight after that one. <laughs> I was just Tell looking me. at Bobby Green's record, and he has... Uh, El Kukui. The guys that Bobby Green loses to. Fucking Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs. Absolute savages. He And Bobby Green himself is a fucking savage. Not that Tony Ferguson isn't. Mm, I don't know, bro. Dude, Tony Ferguson? He's the man. He was the man. He was the man, but he got beat up too bad one time. Dude, he got beat up too bad all the time. All the time, yeah. All the time over the past three years. The fight with Gaethje, horrific. One of the most brutal beatdowns I've ever seen. Uh, Charles Oliveira beat him. I don't really remember that fight that well. I don't know that it was necessarily a brutal beatdown. Maybe it was, though. I just don't fucking remember. Darius did the same thing to him. Don't remember that one all that well, either. I, do, he, he get, I remember him getting beat, but that's kind of it. Michael Chandler knocked him out with that vicious head kick, that nearly, front kick. Nearly killed him, right? Yeah. And then he did have a fun fight with Nate Diaz, I will say. He did lose, but, like, you know, they, they had a fun little fight. It was cool. Bobby Green, you know, he's he's not in the same boat, obviously. Very different situation. Uh, but Bobby Green is a guy who could use a win, too, you know? He's got, you know, he, he, he beat Iaquinta. That's good. Hack Parast. Don't know what he's doing now. But he's got, you know, Fazeev, Dober. I mean, these are, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know that Bobby Green is going to put the hurt on him like Justin Gaethje put the hurt on him. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tony, I'm looking at Tony Ferguson's record, like the whole thing. He did sure beat the fuck out. He's been, dude, he's been beating people up for years. Dude, I'm telling you, man, his run to the top was so insane. Like, you've heard about, like, they wanted him and Habib, Khabib to fight. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was booked like five times, and it just never happened. There were injuries, there were cancellations, there was. Fucking Tony Ferguson, like they were gonna. I, I can't remember. There was a whole pay per view that got fucked up because Tony Ferguson. I think he tripped on a cord doing some media for the fight, and so like a couple of days before the fight's supposed to happen, Tony Ferguson has to pull out, got an injury, and then fucking Max Holloway. I think was gonna step in after that, and uh. I think they weighed him and told him he was he couldn't fight. Maybe that was somebody else. I don't know. They eventually got to Ally Aquinta, and Habib ran through him like you would expect. But Ferguson and Habib were supposed to fight like five times. And that's like during that Tony's big fucking run up to the top that you see. I mean, the names on that list alone are crazy. Barboza, Dos Anjos, Kevin Lee, Pettis, Cerrone. He was a fucking killer. Went on that big street, and the fight with Habib just never happened. You know? Like, he won the interim title against Lee in 2017, and that's kind of what set up the... 
I don't know if it set up the first fight between them, but it did set up one of the fights between them. Uh, and he would have had a chance to do it again if he had won against Gaethje. Because that was for the interim title, too. And I think that's what Gaethje used to go fight Habib and get, you know, smashed. Ah, uh, man. It is tough to pick Tony Ferguson, it's hard. though, over somebody. Um, and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to pick Bobby Green. I think Bobby Green gets it done. Wait, are they fighting at, uh, let me see. I don't know that this will change my answer any. They're fighting at lightweight. Um, no, it doesn't change my answer any at all, in fact. So, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's hard for me to see Tony Ferguson getting the dub. I'm going to skip that one for now, my parlay. Yeah, <laughs> think about it a little. Uh, I don't know, man. I would either leave it off or bet on green, probably. I also bet shit wrong all the time, so, you know. But Tony Ferguson, fuck it. I mean, he's got, they both have shit to prove, but I mean, like, if he didn't win this one, like, is is he out? Is he retired? I th probably. I think so. I think, yeah. I mean, I feel like people have said that after, like, after you lose three in a row, people think about it. Some people think about it real hard. But if you lose four and five in a row, it's like, How many has he lost in a row three right now? Uh, no, I think it's it's a, I think it's fine. No, he won one. He won one recently. Like, no, he, not recently. No, no. I think he's five. It's been a while. Yeah. So, a loss on Saturday would be his sixth loss in a row. How you don't bet against him? Yeah. Would like to bet for him, but man, you just—I don't know that you can. It's hard. It's tough. It's a big slump. Although. If he does win, <laughs> somebody who bets heavy on Ferguson is going to win a bunch of money. Uh, I'm going to do my bet two ways. I'll just bet on both of them. I'll do a couple of parlays. We got, now we got Stephen Thompson. Yeah, Stephen Thompson and Michelle Pereira. That's a fun one. Uh, I think they're both just going to kind of, I don't know. They're, well, they're both stand-up guys. Pereira does have some submission skills. Like he's he's not bad on the ground by any means, uh, but he's mostly a stand-up guy. He knocks people out, that kind of thing. Knocked out Ponzinibbio last year, Andre Fialo, Nico Price, Chaos Williams. He's built up a little bit of a win streak. Now he runs into Stephen Thompson, who is older than he used to be. You know, but forty he's years still old. Good. Still very good. Pieced up Kevin Holland real nice when they fought. Um, and his losses are not bad either. You know, Bilal Muhammad. Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns. These are not, and they're decision losses. It's not like he's getting knocked out or submitted. He beat Jeff Neal and Vicente Luque, which are high-level wins. Very good fights, both of them too. Steven Thompson just completely outclassed them both. And those are guys that are really good on their feet. Um... He got knocked out by Anthony Pettis in Nashville. That was the last time that uh, that the UFC has gone to Nashville. Is that card? Twenty third, twenty nineteen. Yep. That would have been cool to see. That was Anthony Pettis moving up in weight class. He did a 
he like he jumped up and pushed off the cage with one of it. He did like a Superman punch off the cage and That's hit. Cool. Yeah, and hit hit Thompson with it, knocked him out. Which is a crazy thing to do in a cage fight against a guy like Steven Thompson. Pereira is good. He's never fought somebody quite like Steven Thompson, though. Thompson would be his highest level of competition he's faced. If um, he beats him, is he fucking... He's 28, 11. How old is he? Uh, I don't know. The 29. He's pretty young. Young guy. So if he gets like this win, he fucking... It fucking kind of like... Because he's ranked 15th now. Yeah. This would be a big win. It would be the biggest of his career. I feel like the situation at 170 is messy, though. You know what I mean? Because you got... You got Kamzat moving up. You got... Um, Colby and Leon are fighting for it. Soon-ish. So that's happening. Uh... I don't. Uh, Usman and Shavkat are not going to fight. They train at the same gym, and they and Usman has said that he would not fight him unless it was for a title. I believe. So, Usman and Shavkat is a fight that I think makes sense, but you're not going to see it. Maybe one of these guys will get. Maybe the winner of this fight will fight Usman. You know that's a possibility. Bilal's probably waiting for a title shot. He's probably going to sit it out. Burns, you know, he has a claim to one, too. Uh, I don't know. And the winner, you know, the winner of this this fight will definitely be in that, you know, in those same kinds of conversations. Sean Brady, young guy coming up. There's a lot of guys that have been in the, the division for a long time, like Neil Magny and Kiesa, uh, who's fighting this weekend. He's in number 12, so if he, you know, if he beats Kevin Holland, He'll he'll jump up into that top ten. Uh, there's just a lot of, yeah. No, this card will be pretty good for both the lightweight division and the 170 division. It'll kind of it'll shake things up a little bit. I think I think you got to go with the experience with Stephen Thompson. He's 40 years old, but he did just piece up Kevin Holland. He looked good. His last two losses have been understandable to high level competition. He's a kickboxing god. And uh, Pereira ain't fought nobody like him. So I think I got to go with Steven Thompson there. Uh, what are the odds looking like on him? You got those? Ah, fucking, I, um, I want to. Here we go. Steven Thompson's in minus 174 on FanDuel as of 423 on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get that. Although, you know, if you're looking to bet under, underdogs, Pereira, whatever price he's at. He's a plus 100. I actually have him on my fucking... Ah, damn. I think he's got it. I would have hoped it was a little be- a little better, but that's all right. No, I mean, he's good. He's on like a five-fight win streak or something like that. Yeah. Five fight win streak. Uh, let me see. So we got. Uh, let me look here. Oh yeah, the two big fights. I left them out when I said this card will. You know, it'll change things in the lightweight 
in the welterweight division. Don't know how I skipped over the light heavyweight division. Literally, the winner of this fight is going to fight Jamal Hill. It's a fact. We know it. Jan Blahovich and Alex Pereira. I think it's a great fight, firstly. For Pereira's first fight at 205, that's a good one. Uh, Blahovich, you know, former champ, makes sense. He would be in this kind of a conversation. And I don't know, man. I have a really hard time with this fight because um, we haven't seen Pereira fight at 205 before. And Blaho or yeah, and he got knocked out by Izzy at 185. Yeah, so I think there's just a lot of unknowns with with Pereira at 205. He will he was cutting weight like three weeks out, so he doesn't have to do that anymore now that he's up. So maybe that'll that'll help him out in there, help him you know retain some retain that power. Yeah, chin strength. And he still has the fucking you know he's taller, has fucking more reach. A little bit by an inch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know that I can bet against Blahovich though. He has a very solid record at two oh five. You know, we know what he can do at two oh five. We we've been watching it for years. The only guy he's lost to in the past however many years is Glover Teixeira. He did fight to a draw with Ankalev for the title, which is v- very ugly. You know, yeah, a draw for a vacant title. Uh, but he's a killer at 205. Like I said, one loss in what? what is that, past four years, five years, four years? You know? So he's just a big guy, too. Like, Pereira is taller, but Blahovich is like a, you know, he's a big dude. Big for the weight class. Um, I don't know, man. I I don't think. I just don't think I can pick Pereira. Like Blahovich is also more well rounded. You know, like Pereira is only a kickboxer, really. Blahovich might take him down and just hold him there. You know. So, I think he's got more ways to win. Uh, yeah, his record at two hundred five is, you know, damn near perfect. In the past couple of years, anyway. Um, I think it'll be a fun fight, though. I do think Pereira will be able to... I mean, he'll land some stuff. He'll hang in there for a bit, but I you know, I just... I think it might be a bit too much for him. That's a hell of a guy to fight, too. In your first splash into a division. I mean... I don't know. I think the weight cut thing matters a lot. I think that he's not going to have to cut weight when that was something that was probably taking up a significant amount of his time. I think he's just going to be able to prepare differently and he's going to be fucking bigger. I mean, he was already fucking, he was already a big dude, you know. Now he just, he just gets to fucking leave the muscle like stacked on. Yeah. Damn, so you're leaning Pereira. Yeah. Damn, you're you're in. We have a a big difference, big fight. We will see. Uh, let me see. Last one, Poirier Gaethje, bad motherfucker belt. Two of the best guys in the division. Two guys that have fought one another before. Poirier, 
you know, KO'd him five years ago. They're running it back. I had heard somebody say this, though, and it maybe shifted my pick for the fight. Uh, Gaethje trains at, um, he trains with Trevor Woodman, Elevation Fight Team, Colorado. Colorado, because they're fighting in Utah this weekend. Elevation in Utah is like 4,000-something feet above sea level. Fucking, he's fighting in, in Colorado in a place that's like 5,000 feet above sea level. Fourier trains in Cape Creek, Florida, mm-hmm. which is like 10 feet above sea level. Yeah. <laughs> so the elevation, I feel like, might be a, a big difference. You know, yeah, because I feel like, you know, I I don't know that he's going to like completely gas out and just crumble. I'm not necessarily saying that it doesn't matter, though, but I'm just saying when you've got two guys that are fairly well, you know, pretty even, pretty balanced, I think different fight styles, but they're kind of just, you know, very similar in skill, I think. And when one of them's training at 5000 feet above sea level. And the other's not, and they fight at elevation. I think that could be a pretty big advantage. I just think, you know, I don't know, but you know, how how badly will it affect him? Maybe it maybe it won't affect him that much at all. Maybe it does affect him, and he still gets the job done. Because he did knock out Justin Gaethje in the third round, I believe it was the third round. I think it was a three-round fight. It was either the third or the fifth, whatever it was. It was a, it was a five-round fight. It was it was the last round. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you know, like if he's able to knock out Gaethje in three rounds, fourth round. It was fourth thirty-six round. seconds ah. left in the fourth. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that you know that's longer. But like he was able to finish him within within the distance. You know. Maybe the change at elevation makes it go to a decision. Or maybe Poirier gets out there and outclasses him. Or Gaethje knocks him senseless and beats him down. I don't know. I don't know how big the elevation is going to be a factor. If I didn't fucking read that before yesterday, I would have came on here and said that I think Dustin Poirier is going to win this fight. He beat him before. I don't know that any of these guys have gotten worse since they last fought, but... You know, I think, you know, I don't really have any reason to believe that Poirier would lose. But then the elevation thing fucked me up. So I don't know. I don't I don't even know that I can make a prediction. Goddamn. Poirier has a fucking tremendous goddamn stack of bodies. Yeah. And he's people he's just beat. He does. He's been doing it for a long time. He's the man. I like him a lot. And I am going to pick him anyway. Fuck the elevation thing. You know? Poirier's a dog. Also, there, Poirier could go train at elevation. You know, I don't know that he has. I haven't seen anything that says he has or he hasn't. But it's not like it would be impossible for Poirier to train at elevation for this fight. You know? Now, Gaethje does it. All the time, but I don't know. I'm picking Poirier for sure because I like him quite a bit. You know, Southern guy, 
good hot sauce. I don't like Gaethje. I just think he's fucking. I just like his fuck. I just, I love his, just love the way he fights. I love the way both of them fight. I really don't mind either of them fucking winning. I don't want to see either of them lose. Yeah. You know. Who are you going for though? Who would you pick? Gaethje's my. He's an underdog. Gaethje? He's an underdog for my parlay, and I want him to win. Well, there it's, it is. It's, it's about so. Money. So yeah, we differ on the two big ones, the two big fights. It's all good. That's nice. We'll have to wait and see how they end up turning out. Um, we're not going to have time to do the UFC matchmaker thing on this show. We'll do it afterwards and post our picks. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to actually see the fucking uh, yeah, see the card, see how this plays out because it'll determine like fucking you know. Four year gate, you would for sure be on your fucking dream card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely would. Yeah, I don't know when that promotion ends. Uh, Trevor Peak's going to be on my card. Got to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when it ends. So, yeah, we're going to do this at some point. We're going to figure out when the sweepstakes ends. Um, yeah, looking forward to these big fights we got coming up this weekend. Going to be a lot of fun. Probably half my picks are going to be wrong, but that's fine. That's how it goes. And that card's stacked from top to bottom. So I've been slacking on the live tweeting during the fights. And I'm going to bring that back. It's a big card. There's going to be a lot of people watching. Get a lot of impressions on them tweets or whatever we're calling them now. wonder what, yeah, there's, <laughs> fucking, I wonder where Bruce's suit's going to be. This is a big card. Last week was he looked really good nice. in that last he looked one. fucking good, man. It was nice. He looked good in that last one. Yeah. Oh, he's going to. He's going to kill it for this one, I bet. Big pay-per-view? You got to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bruce's suit watch here on the Bonfire Briefing Podcast. We will send out a tweet about whatever tremendous suit he's picked out for those I, fights. In I wish I knew half a fuck about clothes like that. I would just be like, oh, that's the so-and-so, so-and-so, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Not I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not rich enough to be in those circles or those stores. No, they don't no, even they, let me in. They don't let me in. They, they fucking. They're like, you here to wash the windows? Did they something? fucking hit me with a broom? Yeah, they just said, get out. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> get out. What are you doing in here? Scram. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be following up on those. Fucking good possibility. We talk about them next weekend. Follow the 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 podcast Bonfire Brief Pod on Twitter or whatever. Uh, Instagram too. But Twitter is the one that's more important. Podcast available everywhere and we're out.